Hello. Happy Bi Visibility Day. I was literally, that's like how I was going to start it too. Uh, really quickly, Jesse uh, is a new subscriber. He made he actually got us over the 300 uh, threshold and he had a comment that I, very thoughtful comment and then one that I started to respond to uh, but didn't have time. And he was just saying like, don't, uh, I said something along the lines of like, um, uh, you know, hopefully this is a good home for you or something along these lines. And he's yeah. like, well, don't make your content based on what I like. And I'm yeah. like, if you listen to the last two episodes, it's basically that's all I was talking <laughs> about. It's is. just, you know, if you, if you don't like what's happening right here, you just you probably need to fuck off. Um, but yes, happy Bi Visibility Month. Bi the most Bisis Visibility Bisis Visibility Month, which is the most important gay identity that no, it's, exists. It's just today. It's the day. It's, it's not just a full today. Month. They oh. don't get a full fucking month. I, I do think. Yeah, I think the amount of time. What are they? Women. The amount of time, uh, Black History. Come yeah. on, they don't. Well, that's what bi people think is bi that their history is not. as important as Black History. Yes, it sure seems like it. Trying to it? think of bi icons. I mean, like I thought, wasn't Alexander the Great technically gay? Yeah, or bi, well, whatever. Bi, yeah. I mean, but married I think, to a woman, but only had sex with men. I think mostly you know? gay because they. The only really uh, record we have of him writing to somebody else was to. Was the, when he rode on somebody. When he rode on somebody's dick, he bounced on his boyfriend's dick. Who exactly. was it? Who was it? Um, he was writing to who? It was some. Whom? It was some soldier that he was dating, uh, yeah. and then the guy got killed, and he died like immediately afterwards. He was so fucked up yeah. over this guy getting killed that it means he was he was gay. At, absolutely. Yeah. So and not not by so Alexander the Great is not included in by visibility. I'm trying knowledge. to think of like historical bisexual people figures you know yeah uh in honor of this special day yeah uh but i really can't harriet name. tubman was mary shelley by i don't know <laughs> Let's just make it up harriet tubman was a bisexual harriet author. tubman mary shelley shelley the author of frankenstein mm -hmm. uh salvador dali salvador dali he probably actually was yeah, like, yeah i'm sure that dude guy. got his his dick harry styles different ways. he's not a historical figure but he well he's will just be. also just gay <laughs> him and Shawn Mendes yeah it's true it's true and that's like, I don't think it's like fantasy realm either I think it's like pretty safe to say uh, especially with Shawn Mendes when he gave an interview where he's like was just overdoing him trying to defend his straightness uh -huh. I was like oh, yeah you're gay but then you see him in like pre-show little uh, meet and greets and yeah. Q&A's that he does he's with fans who win like a effete. lottery. And he's like, look, honey. I know. He does like, he really is he's just like. Very effete, yeah. Very <laughs> 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 um, So I have a clip that you sent me that I want to start this out with oh uh, from your alma mater. This is, I got my first college degree from this place. Yeah. From so Saddleback College, everybody. This kid is my hero. Cole Hirsch, I fucking love him. He's been around for so long and he is so funny. So here we go. Right. Thank you so much, Cameron. Oh, we Let's should give some. Uh, Hirsch. We should I, actually he, give some context. He explains it. Saddleback College held a discussion on potential new mascots, so a student sent me the Zoom link. Yeah, that's that's what. It says. Yeah, so they had like a kind of an open discussion about changing the mascot, in yeah. the, which is the Gaucho, right, or the band. It was the Gaucho, yeah. Which is not. It's just a Spanish cowboy. That's all a Gaucho is. Right. Like or you know whatever. But we're not allowed right. to. Right. Thank you so whatever. much, Cameron. <laughs> Let's now welcome Cole Hirsch. Hi. <laughs> Um, I have a little, I wrote a little pitch, if I could read through that. Please. Dear Saddleback College, let's face it, our mascot, the Gaucho, is racist, and it's time for him to be murdered. Anyway, I have just the idea for a new progressive mascot for your school. 
Her name is Titty Pussy, and she's a woke <laughs> goblin girl who rides around the campus on sweat-stained roller skates and begs each student to come out as bi. If a student refuses to do so, Titty Pussy will let out a shriek that has the frequency to change the student's body hair to strawberry blonde. Then Titty Pussy will say, Tough break, Straighty. Have fun sticking out like a sore thumb should you ever visit a beach in Palestine. At sporting events, instead of displaying kiss cams on the Jumbotron, mm. Titty Pussy will instead screen promos for her OnlyFans, which mainly consists of her getting off to I the love that lady. During halftime, Titty Pussy will do her signature dance move, the pop lock and swap it, where she'll make the team swap mouth guards to reassure the fans that none of the players are homophobic. <laughs> Neither team refuses, she'll take a knee for the rest of the game, uh, right in the middle of the field. So, thank you for your time, and I hope you can consider Titty Pussy. <laughs> I think you call. <laughs> oh my god. Titty hey, pussy. Queen. Girl, you have done it again. Constantly raising the bar for us all. And doing, doing it, it flawlessly. flawlessly. I'd say I'm surprised, but I know, I know who you are. are. I've seen it up this close This is so iconic. Girl, you make me so, so proud. And, and I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> that you is know, so fucking funny. You know what this also really highlights is how humorless white women are. Like, I know that first lady that the, zooms in, the she's first, like, I mean, get him out of here. The first lady, I mean, this one here, she's just, I mean, a mess. So she's going to be miserable. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the lady that, like, is, per like, she's feigning uh, this one. I mean, she's just feigning like she cares. Like, you right. don't care. Like, shut up. Uh, just stop it. Have some goddamn fun. Yeah, I know. I and mean, have some fun like this. Hi, Sean David Castro. <laughs> this is Rachel Dolezal. I mean, that's yeah, how you have fun. Have, like, literally just have fun. Dude. Just have fun. Just fucking relax. I, I don't understand what this is about for people. Like, who are you helping by right. by doing this? Like, I, 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 I don't know. That was fucking brilliant. And I love that it happened at my school. Have they made a decision of what they're going to change it to? I don't know. I haven't the, been keeping up at a all. A gaucho isn't racist. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't, like, maybe the logo was kind of racist, I guess. Like, because it's, like, just, like, a the Speedy Gonzalez-looking thing. Yeah. but. But like here, let let's like let me look up the actual definition of a gaucho. Yeah, why not? We're live on the show. A gaucho, a cowboy of uh, the South American pampas. I I mean that's and they're fucking okay. Look how fucking cool these guys I are. I know, dude. Like, you would kill to look like that in Red Dead Redemption dude, too. Dude, all I wanted was a fucking poncho. <laughs> that's all I wanted <laughs> to look like these fucking. Look how cool this guy is. Oh my god. Can you explain what he's wearing? So he is wearing, like, a poncho, basically what looks... Well, a poncho, a striped dress shirt, and then, uh, like, a scarf and what looks like a skirt, like, or gaucho pants, I guess. Yeah, it looks like a skirt, but they're gaucho pants because yeah. he is a gaucho, um, which are basically, like, cropped pants that are pretty loose-fitting around the leg. Uh, they have, like, fringe. He's got, like, a fucking uh, dagger on his hip. Yeah. And like, kind of a like, cool a, hat. like a beaver hat, sort of like different than a cowboy hat. That guy rules. I mean, yeah, it's fucking what? Great. Why? Why are we? Why do uh, we Greg do this? says I thought gauchos were just god awful, ugly pants. <laughs> I mean, that's also true. The thing is, yeah, I've seen I've seen some people be able to pull them off, but they are usually tall, very thin women. Mm -hmm. Um, and usually what they do is they wear boots that are taller than the hem of the pants mm -hmm. so like the boots will go higher into the hem of the pants mm -hmm. so that it looks like you just have a really fucking long leg that goes all the way up you yes. know that goes all the way up to your tits your legs just go it's it's tit tit and then leg legs. leg yeah. that's it nothing else so like in women that are really tall but they don't really have much of a torso is that kind of the thing 
Uh, well, no, I'm, I was just making a joke. But like, oh. yeah, tall women with long legs That's can kind of usually like pull it off. Rompers because... sort of do that to women, where it's like it yeah. just makes them seem like it's their waist and tits are like connected. Yeah, you don't really. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. Um. Really, what you want is elongation. Mm-hmm. So gaucho pants are not for short people because they actually cut you in half. They cut your legs in half. They cut a line straight across across your shins, mm-hmm. which makes you look a lot shorter. Actually, Jesse's part of your culture. Now my culture can't exist in schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Were there Although, n- I don't know if there were many Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan gauchos. gauchos. Yeah. I'm They're not... probably cowboys in Cuba. Yeah, that's yeah, totally. Absolutely. But I don't know about Nicaragua. So uh, I'm front-loading this with lighthearted stuff. Yeah. You sent me an article because we were wondering, why the fuck do people put the toilet paper <gasps> on when the, the part you pull off is closer to the wall? Like, what kind of psychopath... Yeah. does that shit why <laughs> tell me why it happened to me recently it has fascinated me for for years Be- because it, it it it's such a minimal effort to not do that yeah uh and really the only like and i think what it is largely for people is laziness where they put the roll on without like kind of undoing the attachment so like then they don't really know which direction it's going on but there is some scientific data believe it or not on this particular uh thing <sighs> People who hang toilet paper rolls this way often do make more money. Do you roll over or roll under? The answer could say a lot about your personality. Wow. Uh, let's see. Those who roll over, leaving the loose end away from the wall, like being in charge. They like being in charge. They like organization and order. They're likely to overachieve. Uh Interestingly, some rollovers feel so strongly about how toilet paper should be hung that they will flip a roll at a roll under's house. I've done that before. I have too. Yeah. I used to do that. I didn't this time. I just like let it play out to see what would happen. Yeah. You know, at this point, I'm like. Yeah, you, you, you pick your battles. I yeah. pick my battles. I'm not going to do it because then it'll become a talk, topic of conversation. Like, hey, I see you switched the fucking toilet paper. I don't care. Right. I don't want. But I also don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know. Uh, those who roll under, leaving the, the loose end close to the wall, tend to be more relaxed, more de- dependable, and seek relationships with strong foundations. Mm-hmm. And those who don't have a preference prefer to minimize conflict, appreciate flexibility, and enjoy placing themselves in new situations. Appreciate flexibility is a really nice way of saying fucking lazy pigs. <laughs> That's really a very <laughs> polite way of saying that. <laughs> Disgusting, horrible, sit in your own pig shit. Oh my faggots God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so so funny yeah, I, yeah it like it it drives me crazy when i see that because what yeah what kind of animal grows up learning that that's the right way right to no one had to tell paper. me though no it's just like this makes more practical sense practical and sense it also looks nicer it's more aesthetically pleasing and to have that. also like you're you've now touched your bits and their shit and like you're now not going to touch the wall where the toilet paper thing is, you can actually gracefully... Just the paper. Just the paper. Just touch the paper. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, in my here. scenario, though, uh, they actually changed it back. He did? Yes. Fascinating. Yeah, it was odd. So he probably put it on without undoing That's probably bit. what it was. Yeah. Because it was a brand new role. This I like, is a very I... interesting character development for him. <laughs> this surprises me actually quite a bit. <laughs> it was so interesting to me, too. Because I've never seen that happen. You know, like... I've only ever, like, even, well, when I was a kid, my mom would change it for us. Like, it, it like, wasn't, I mean, obviously, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I, did, I didn't really have to do it as a kid. But, like, in, uh, like, college, I would do it. And I would always do it the, the right way. 
and then I would have somebody do it one time and they would do it the wrong way. Uh, and I would just, I would just let it go. I would let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, no. I would change it at college, but now I'm just like, fucking. yeah, I change it here. If I go, if I go to like, uh, yeah, if it's my house, you know, I'm going to fucking, I'm most likely going to change it. But at this point I just like, I'm so fed up with the world. Yeah. But, uh, like if I go to somebody's house, I'm not going to change it. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm a guest in someone's house, I'm not going to change it. But if it's where I live or where I frequent, I'm definitely going to change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who does that? I don't know. Psychopaths. I, I, yeah, psychopaths I, I really do think sure. there's like a psychopath. There's no data about them being psychopaths, unfortunately. But I actually did a little quick Google search of toilet paper Because it made sense that it would over. be psychopathic ideation of people that would do this kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No pun intended. But yeah. So <laughs> anyway, that's... Uh, that's that. Yeah. It also reveals clues about your earning power. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we obviously make more money because because we roll the toilet paper. And really, over. it's just attention to detail and like uh, efficiency. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, for a number of different reasons. But uh, but yeah. So fuck. Can we talk about the Emmys? Yeah. I didn't watch this, but I saw it circulating and I just like, oh, God, I should just I don't even want to see. Fucking this is Jimmy like an Kimmel. ISIS hostage video. <laughs> I mean, okay. Because in rehearsal, I thought we decided that we're just... You know, we have a record number of black Emmy nominees this year, which is great. This is the part where the white people start to applaud. Oh. And nod. Oh. What the fuck? Thank you, Jimmy. All right, these Emmys would have been all-star... These Emmys would have been NBA All-Star Weekend and Wakanda all wrapped in one. This was supposed to be the blackest Emmys ever. Y'all wouldn't have been able to handle how black it was going to be. But, but because of COVID, we can't even get in the damn building. Well, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, these Emmys would have been so black, it would have been like hot sauce in your purse black. It, it would have been Howard University homecoming black. It, it would have been you fit the description black. Well, um, I'm sorry that it wasn't that. It would have been great. It really would have. We would have had speeches Mm -hmm. quoting our great poets like Maya Angelou, Langston Hughes, Cardi B, Wop, Jimmy. Oh, the song. Oh, totally. Yeah. Did they censor him? They did. Yes, they did. That sexy, melanated energy. Here I am, alone in a sterilized green room. Trying not to sneeze on a llama. What a damn it, it shame. Actually, an alpaca. Uh, don't white explain it to me, Jimmy. Sorry. It should have been a pit bull. <sighs> oh, but sheesh. not tonight. No, not tonight. This isn't what it should have been, Jimmy. But, but you know what? I'm still rooting for everybody black. Because black stories, black performances, and black lives matter. Say it with me, Jimmy. Black, Black lives, lives matter. matter. Louder, Jimmy. Black, Black lives, lives matter. matters. It's that was so much. I'm worse so than I embarrassed. Thought. Like watching Jimmy Kimmel in this segment reminded me of like Scott's Tots 
from The Office yeah. where I can't even watch that episode because it's just I'm so embarrassed for Michael, for Steve Carell. I, I can't I literally can't watch that episode. It's so horrible. Oh, my God. I mean, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever I've ever seen. And it just really goes to show how Hollywood is uninterested to, in talking to America. I mean, they, they, they nobody thinks like this. Nobody thinks like this. Nobody talks like oh this. And the funniest fucking part. Guess what swept the, the Emmys? What? Shit's Creek. Really? Yes. A completely white cast <laughs> show. Holy fucking shit. Swept the entire shit, thing. Dude. Which we watched some of it. It's fine. It's very fine. You know? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's, it's not like a... It's a comedy, but it's not for me. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I see the merit, but I just... Meh. It's like maybe a few cuts above Big Bang Theory. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fine. It's very like the last dying death rattle of network TV kind of things. Yeah. Um, even though I think it's on Netflix, but whatever. I mean, same kind of idea. Like network network orchestrated shows that need to appear a certain way to make white suburban people feel good about themselves. But yeah, so, I mean, just horribly, horribly. This just, it was so painful to yeah. watch. Yeah, and obviously this is all scripted. Like the idea of jimmy kimmel being like this is not planned you didn't have a speech rehearsed or whatever right it's obviously a scripted moment yeah it's so embarrassing and also the way the his speech started it was like this was supposed to be a a very black emmys and it's like why because of covid it's not and it's like what does that mean what does that mean and COVID is not racist it affects all of us right. we're all at home yeah and we, and we don't want to be honest about why it kills more black people which because it doesn't it's not convenient to like the solve racism narrative which is why they say that shit is because it has no fucking answer and so they can keep making money off of uh these nebulous stupid fucking phrases like that but yeah like okay the blackest emmys ever why why i mean just based on like population number i mean what the, like why does that like Okay, so if it, like if it were going to be a proportion for population, fourteen percent of the Emmys should have been black. I mean, I mean, so it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just so uh, worms for brains. It's just absolute. I mean, this is it's such distilled neoliberalism. It makes me fucking want to barf. Who is watching these? Nobody. That's the thing too. It's the lowest rated fucking. <laughs> I didn't even like honestly, dude. Like I'm like you know because of like the job that I have and, and the people that I've been around. I'm usually pretty plugged into you know, award shows, like, I just know they're going to happen. I had no fucking idea this was happening. Actually, a friend that was in a studio that had TVs had to text me about how fucking gay it was. And I had no idea it was even happening. I had no idea. And Jimmy Kimmel is like Hollywood's fucking, like, whipping boy. I mean, that seems to be his, his role, like, lot in life now. That's, like, who he wants to be. Totally. And it's embarrassing. Like, considering how funny he used to be, like when, you know, when Love Line was on with Dr. Drew and, and Adam Carolla, like uh, Jimmy was like the sports guy and it was super fucking funny. And then Man Show was fucking excellent. And then this is this is how you want to end your career is like this. Yeah. Really? This is what you want. Because this is what your legacy is going to be remembered as. Not like you doing funny, edgy shit. This is what it's going to be. And I mean, same with Adam Carolla. I mean, he went full fucking boomer neocon. But it's like, you, you know... Uh, I guess that's a riskier lane. There's something about like Adam, even though he says dumb shit all the time, he can at least say what he wants to say. Jimmy's has to play a part now, which is so embarrassing and so pathetic. And, mm-hmm. it, and honestly, like, I don't really think it's going to have much longevity. <laughs> I think people are really sick of this shit. Yeah. That was so embarrassing. It's, it's bad. 
oh, I'm still feeling like the yeah discomfort. Deep, deep cringe. Yeah, Geo says that Jimmy is a power bottom. He no, must, no, he he's not allowed. He generates no power. He generates no power. Yeah, <laughs> Greg says not power, just regular. Yeah, he's a he's a starfish bottom. He's not allowed. Just, yeah, he's starfish bottom. There. He's not allowed to be a power bottom. I'm not going to work, but fill my holes. Is that's Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Yeah, he gets no credit for any of no. Any of he this. generates no power. None. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ. So that's that. Um, I don't have great, uh, great. I don't have great ways to segue into, uh, the rest of it, but I do want to talk about, uh, the Supreme court thing. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Uh, Oh, that's right. I feel like it's been ages since she died. It's only been a few days. I know. But like but me, everything, the way so that fast. the internet has moved, it's so quick. And the amount of fucking like outrage, from uh neolibs all over the internet dude that it's, was it's the the amount of it has made me feel like ages have passed look you know? like let me preface by saying i'm sad she died uh yeah. she was an incredible woman that led a you know incredible life and her legacy is stellar and she was on the right side of history on several different decisions yeah that said i love the white woman tears over this. It oh is yum, 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 yum. It's so delicious. It's so tasty. It, like I because it's like that Bernie clip that gets cut out of context of like uh, we need to get rid of women. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's just it's just this thing with them. Yes. Like I I they have sucked up so much goddamn oxygen for the last three and a half years from every minority group and like when whenever any minority group is like starting to have some sort of social movement here's white women to kind of like shove their shit in there too yeah. even though they are probably the most privileged class in this country like just based on metrics data like yeah you get raped more that's a fucking bummer but you make more money than any other group in in this country and you're also way like you're more educated than any other group so it's like again like in terms of like what rights don't you have like what what do you what do you want anymore I, I don't really understand it and so i just whenever they get dunked on for some kind of reason or they're like hysterical about something i just mm, i enjoy it so much it's so fun for me mm. and it's not of course it's not yeah. everyone when a, you're listing like statistics this is the hard to swallow pills podcast everybody. right it's a very specific you know the woman i'm talking about <laughs> you probably have a woman like this in your family I mean, we all do, and it's just it's just like, ugh. <laughs> hey, you better watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. It's just like, yeah, I, I agree with uh, RBG. It's sad. She's dead. We've talked about it before. She should have retired mm -hmm. a decade ago when she had the chance. Yeah, but they were, and they were, and when they were nominating Merrick Garland, which I think Trump's going to do what the Democrats didn't in 2016, they were going to push through Merrick Garland when Scalia died. And uh, they didn't because they thought it would hurt uh, Hillary's uh, election chances. And uh, that yeah. did not go very well for them. So, right. Uh-huh. Um, and here's the thing, too, like before we get into some some fun clips about it. Uh, the two chief concerns uh, with a conservative leaning Supreme Court are uh, more. The most vocal thing is uh, abortion. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I think, kind of way further down but the second one is like gay issues or whatever yeah uh they aren't going to overturn these things like mm -hmm. you they aren't getting rid of rid of abortion it's just it's not going to happen like it just it 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 isn't uh i hope i'm right but i'm like i'm about 87.9 percent sure that there is no possible way it's going to go away and 
for me as somebody who's like a super pro-gun person, I'm fine with a mostly conservative court because liberals don't seem to have any like interest or curiosity in taking the national temperature on the gun issue. Mm -hmm. So Biden is like proposing sweeping gun reforms that are super aggressive. And you're like, dude, gun sales are through the fucking roof right now because we as citizens know that we don't have anyone here to protect us. So not the fucking yeah we can all fucking agree on that yeah like police aren't here to protect us if you're super anti-police it's like police aren't going to help you they're the armed ones so why don't you arm yourself to protect yourself right as a fucking progressive yeah but also like the right-wing people are like i need to protect my home from looters and rioters they feel that way so they have guns so like why can't we all just fucking unite on that platform and 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 and, and, dude it's so funny to me it's like always this thing of like what comes up with the gun issue and we've talked about this a million times but for the people that are new uh, because we did the gun thing fuck a long time ago very long time ago um the, the AR-15 is what always comes up, right? AR-15, it's a weapon of war. No, it isn't. <laughs> what the military has is something that looks cosmetically similar to what you can purchase as a American consumer, but our weapons do not have three-round burst or automatic capability, which is dependent upon the lower receiver that is on the weapon. You can get automatic weapons in this country, but the tax stamp is so fucking expensive and only like two states can you actually do this. Mm-hmm. Most people don't do it. And certainly people that are going to go through the trouble of getting that tax stamp are not people that are going to commit a mass shooting. Right. I, I mean, that's generally how it goes. And like, again, and so I think the gun debate is over. <laughs> I think like, because I, I cannot tell you the cultural shift of even the fucking most Hollywood ingratiated liberals that are like, where do I get a gun? How do I get it right now? And like, so I think that that debate's over, but I do feel like some fucking isolated retard like biden would make that the choice like this isn't a big deal and and it's a really big deal right now i mean i I feel like having one is is pretty fucking important uh you know to to the whole thing and so point being uh, yeah let's get back to a conservative leaning supreme court does not uh bother me right but but also like conservative in regards to like the constitution the fucking like all of our amendments that we have it means something entirely different than uh, the cons- like conservative right wing parties of our country and and like you know progressive or liberal parties in our country. It's they're completely different definitions because it's based on the interpretation of the constitution. Of the constitution, it's yes. not based on like uh, like your right wing or left wing. I mean, those those values are going to leak in because sure. because the constitution is kind of open to interpretation. Uh, can you read Jacob's comment real quick? This one here. Uh, they said the same same thing with Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. They said abortion and other things would be gone. Yeah, and it yeah. It, it didn't. Um, yeah, exactly. And then give you DCKs real quick. Yeah, the AR and AR fifteen is for Armalite, the company that made it popular. Which is also what's so funny to me is I guarantee you, you ask any anti gun person what AR stands for, and they're going to say assault rifle, not Armalite rifle, which is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. And it's again like that conversation is over when that happens. Um, uh, and then uh, Perry says, "What's up, my Nintendos? <laughs> What's happening, my nice. Nintendos?" Yeah. And uh, the fact that you remembered that one. I am gagging for you, faggot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Pelosi decided to get fucking weirder somehow. Uh, yeah. This. I mean, she is as old as Biden. She's older than. She's Biden. older. She's eighty. I think she's eighty. Eighty. Yeah. And dude, it is okay. It is interesting to watch two adults who are the most powerful people, like 
in this country mentally degrade in real time. Oh, yeah. So dude. here is... Uh, this is a clip from a couple days ago, from September 20th. Good Morning America. I think that's Stephanopoulos' show. I don't know. Whatever. I don't watch it. This is on ABC. On Friday, I started their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. The... Uh, we have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Look at George's face. The United States. He's he's frozen. There's like a there's like such a. He's just like what the fuck do what I is do here? Good morning. Uh, and keep in mind too, <laughs> this is somebody who worked on like worked for Bill Clinton's campaign. Yeah. And he's now a a a pundit on an ABC. ABC pundit. And yeah. even he is perplexed by her her lizard hormones uh, leaking or something. I don't know what happened here, but yeah, uh, it's crazy. Good I morning. Don't know. Sunday morning. So if you were to guess what she was attempting to do there, what do you think it was? My first thought is that like somebody came into the room where she's filming this or whatever. They're like in front of the, or they're Does she the look camera. away? No. Yeah. That's the thing. That was my first thought. But she doesn't look away. She's looking directly at the camera. Right. What happened? What did this? What caused this glitch? Right. It. I mean, it. it, it like it, it is a glitch. It's like it's like a reboot. It, it was kind of like Biden playing Despacito last week. I mean, it, it's it's just. What are you, what are you doing? A total disconnect. Yeah. These people. I mean, it really is strange. I mean, now yeah. like because like I think that it's on full display for everybody now because. And I think that this is a direct result of Trump is Trump won. And so, you know, despite what you think about him and everyone seems to have a million opinions, the benefit of him being in office is that he can't say anything without it being reported on. He literally like he, right. this is whether you like it or not, the most transparent presidency that's ever existed. It's just objectively true. Mm -hmm. But because he has so much attention on him and Twitter is what it is now, which has even just evolved in four years, uh, we now see this shit all the time of like, and who knows how long she's been this fuck, like this bad shit crazy. I, I don't really know. Uh, but it just seems like every day she gets worse and Biden gets worse unless he takes his like, you know, fun brain pills. But his amphetamines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what we laughing Something about? like that. Uh, I was reading some of these comments. Oh. Craig said it's the Botox migrating and putting pressure on her skull. <laughs> no bueno for interviews. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, her, her the Botox <laughs> just leaked into her skull and now she's got botulism. I think that's might be what you're saying. She, yeah. She's botulism. Can yeah. we watch it again? Yeah. Sure. Or maybe just the part. I mean, I think the, it's the whole thing is, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's a, this is like a performance art almost. Yeah. yeah. On Friday. I want to examine. I their early voting the, the day that we lost but, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But to be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning. Sunday morning. What <laughs> happened? We have a responsibility. We take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Okay. Friday, so, like, if she wasn't such a ghoul... Uh, I would feel a little sad for, for her. I mean, yeah. this, this is like, I, yeah. I mean, you, you met my grandmother, uh, fortunately, before COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, she's, you know, she's on her way out. She's 90 and uh, has dementia. I mean, I'm pretty certain of it now. So, like, the stories you heard her tell, I have heard those 
4,000 times. And yeah. and uh, they evolve. They always kind of get more flattering details about how she handled things. I mean, they... Of they, course, they, yeah. so and, and to me, it's like, that's her history. She gets to have it however once she wants to have it. And I'll placate her. I won't say that she said this story over again. I mean, who cares? But... Nancy's a ghoul, like an absolute fucking ghoul, especially with unemployment. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, and fuck her, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't yeah, feel any like her. compassion or like empathy, you know, it's just it, you people are the architects of so much bad shit in this country. You were you worked for fucking intelligence, you crazy bitch. Like you are a problem. And so. Yeah, I would like point being, I would feel some compassion or empathy, but I don't. And I just hope that uh, she's headed the way of Ruth Bader Ginsburg here shortly. I mean, that would just be chef's kiss to use Greg's. Thing. Absolutely. And like, I've seen a lot of people recently be like, look, fucking put an age limit on politics. You have like, to, I mean, it or at, just term limits, at least something term limits. Yeah. But like, look, the retirement age for politicians should be like a fucking mandate. You should just retire your public service at a certain age people say that's fucking ageist no no no. we just need people who are in their top cognitive shape to run the country and all, like in terms of term limits and then and then john or dck brought up last week uh, ranked choice vote voting which is a great idea um mm -hmm. these kinds of things like her and fucking melted candle mcconnell like i mean it, it's just like these people are like number one they're out of their goddamn mind Number two, they've been in politics for so long that they're so isolated, they don't know how to talk to people anymore. Yeah. And number three, uh, uh, they're fucking hard to look at. I'm so tired of looking at these disgusting, right. fucking old I want ghouls. some hot babes. Uh, dude, I want fucking mommy, smoking hot mommy Tulsi <laughs> in office, spanking Kamala. Like, even Kamala's a fucking <laughs> snack, and she sucks. She sucks shit, but she, at least she's hot. You know, it's like... Right. Like, so, dude, I that's the thing. Uh... Look, uh, that right-wing kid that won in North Carolina uh, who's fucking smoking hot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's a dum-dum uh, with his politics. Uh, but, but I saw the wheelchair and I was like, God damn it. But he's still smoking fucking exactly. hot. Exactly. That's who we want. He's got a girl's name. What's his name? Uh, oh, I don't know. Shit. Uh, not to look it up. Cause I, I do remember you mentioning it. Was it Carol? It's something like that. Like C-A-R-R-Y-L. I actually like that name, and it sucks that Carol is a woman's name now. Yeah, and kind of like almost on par with Karen. Madison. Madison, Madison Cawthorn. Cawthorn. To all the gays here, I want you to take a look I at mean, this tasty treat of a man. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? And this isn't an endorsement of his politics, but I mean... No, no, you're allowed get to... Get the fuck out of here. This is our equivalent of Jonathan Van Ness calling Ronald Reagan a daddy. Yeah, which... Did <laughs> even he though Ronald Reagan didn't mention, didn't even say the word AIDS until 1985 after his presidency, like 150,000 gay men died under his presidency okay. of AIDS, and JVN has AIDS. Okay, okay. HIV, excuse me. <laughs> well, well, hopefully it progresses. But, but, <laughs> but for, for like, and he gets a staph infection or something. But, oh my God. For this, like, for, okay. So, for you to get that caveat about him calling Ronald Reagan a daddy, which is objectively true, like, young Reagan right. was smoking hot. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. Like, in fact. Um, but, so for you to get that caveat for, for faggoty JFN. Yeah, yeah, JVN, young Reagan is. Uh, JFN. Uh, Jonathan Fagnes. I mean, <laughs> dude, now we're just drooling over young Reagan pictures. 
Uh, I don't know. I like fucking when they do the side by side. I get really turned off. I know because well, yeah. Know? I mean, he turned into an old dog like as he got older. I feel like he probably turned into an an old dog quickly. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why is uh David? What's his name? I mean, yeah. Like I get it. Especially get like it. I mean, this is like the fifties bod, which is so funny to me. Like that. Like just what what changed? Anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, we don't need the caveats. I mean, I think I think you can find somebody objectively uh, attractive and also find their politics abhorrent. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. like again, like so. I'm saying about Kamala, like she's objectively an attractive woman, but I think she's a fucking sociopathic monster. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? So it, you know, totally. it just kind of is what it is. Um, uh, he's got a wheelchair, implying that, uh, implying they can't feel below the waist, uh, his waist. Yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, paralyzed, paralyzed from the waist down, um, which. But it is like to be that young and to you're going very nice with this. I was in a, I know, but yeah. but like to be that young and to I think it was an accident. It was or an something. accident. Yeah, it wasn't like he was born with no, this. Uh-uh. So like to it's be relatively that young, recent. Uh, relatively recently get this disability. It's like Jesus Christ. I I just I don't know what I would do in that situation. Oh my God, Greg's comment. Madison Crawthorn is 100% a fake name because he was too stupid not to use his real name for porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's so funny. We were actually talking about that porn. That Pinot Grigio like, is treating Greg well. Hell yeah. yeah. We were talking about uh, a dude that I know who went into porn, but he's using his real name. Yeah, because his name's is, perfect. His name is the most perfect. Can you say it? I, yeah, I, I mean, go subscribe to his OnlyFans. It's good. I mean, it's good. I, I did. His name yeah. is Lucas Champagne. Yeah. Come on, that's the most porny name you can come up with. I know, and, you, and it's his real fucking name. And it's crazy because, like, you made the comment last night when, because I sent you a video that I found of his on Pornhub. Yeah. And uh, we'll get back into this. this <laughs> <question. laughs> like, um, but I sent you that video I found on Pornhub, and you're like, "Oh, I know who this person is. I've met him." And I was like, "No shit, what's his name?" And then, and then uh, you told me his real name is actually Lucas Champagne. And you're like, that's a name that basically makes you destined for porn. And we watched the Paris Hilton documentary. And, like, you don't name your kid Paris without either them being a dumpster fire or, like, becoming famous. Like, yeah. you, you're destined, like, the, what you name your kid will destine them for, for certain things. And Lucas Champagne, so he was ha- going to have that last name regardless, is totally a fucking porn name. I mean, even, mm-hmm. like, how Champagne sort of gushes out, it's like a coming dick. I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And... S- on his OnlyFans, which I subscribe to, uh, he's great. I mean, he's like he built and destined, meant to do it. Yeah, destined for this. Like, and I and mean, I him. feel like we need another one of these. Hey, queen, hey, queen. Girl, girl, you have, have done, done it, it again. again. Constantly raising the bar for us all. Yeah, he really and doing it flawlessly. Yeah, I'd say I'm surprised, but I know who you are. I do know I've who he is. I've seen it up close and personal. Although he used to be a little girl, different. Girl, you make me oh. so proud, <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> and I love you. Yeah. He, it's so, it's so funny that, that, that you sent me that video and we found him together, you know, as in like, I knew his name, but you sent me the video to spark this conversation. Uh, I just like, yeah. Cause I met him years ago. Uh, but yeah, he's just always been, well, he, he was a little different, like I said, but like, I just don't think he realized his potential. Yeah, well, and I'm so glad that he found his fucking lane. It's like full actualization. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it it's, really is. Yeah, it's he is the great. most 
free human being I can think of. Yeah. I, I mean, like, honestly, I mean, we're all going to be doing OnlyFans, like, here shortly uh, when yeah. the economy collapses. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the simp economy will still be uh, rocking and rolling. Right. So, uh, you know, I just kind of appreciate that he got ahead of the curve, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so, anyway, back to the Supreme Court. So, I told you that I think that Trump's going to nominate this woman, Barbara Lagoa. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because I, I just... I knew who she was. I probably, that was about a week ago that mm-hmm. I sent you that. Yeah. And now she's in contest with one other woman. So uh, I, for, I forgot the McSally. No. Um, I, I remember seeing her face. McSally, like, I think is her last name. Yeah. She, yeah. She's got like that white woman. Yeah. But Barbara Legault is the better choice. Uh, yeah. And because. She's a black woman, right? No, she's uh, she's oh, Cuban. Sorry. Um, so what's, sorry. what's great about it is that like, I love when the right does ID poll shit because it makes the left like not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so this would be the perfect choice because it's not another white guy like Kavanaugh so they can't have that fucking circus like they did last time. She's a very accomplished Latina woman and it would make Florida a fucking lock for Trump. I, I mean, so anyway, you want to just kind of read her information? Yeah. Barbara Lagoa is an American attorney and jurist serving as a United States Circuit Judge of the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Prior to becoming a federal judge, she was the first Hispanic woman to be appointed as a justice of the Supreme Court of Florida. Uh, she was born in Miami in 1967. She's a Cuban-American. Uh, she's the daughter of parents who fled from Cuba following the revolution and the assumption of power by Fidel Castro. That's around the time when uh, Your family my left. mom's family, yeah, yeah, my mom's side of the family fled Cuba. Uh, actually, like the exact time. She grew up in the majority Cuban-American city of Hialeah, Florida. She's bilingual. Lagoa earned a Bachelor of Arts, cum laude. Cum, it's cum, cum loud. Cum, That's how it's pronounced. Cum, 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 cum loudly. Yeah. In 1989, from Florida International University. I know FIU. I almost went there. I don't know, actually. No, I don't think I did. I get it, I get it mixed up with another stupid. Anyway, she's got, she got a fucking doctorate. I mean, she she's super accomplished, yeah, she's and and it and it like really would put like it just because you know Trump's Latino support is is way higher than any Republican in mm-hmm. forever. So be, I mean, it would just be a great choice. Yeah, it, uh, it would. It would. Totally and I love the ID poll shit. Like maybe she's like she's she's qualified. Like that's the thing. It's like like yeah. that's the thing that like Republicans kind of get ID poll shit right is they pick actually qualified people. They don't just pick them because they're fucking yeah. brown. Do you mind letting me see her face? Yeah. With the the chat thing is over. Okay. Uh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, young. Yeah. And that's well, she the, looks young. That's the other thing too. So if they nominated her, she would be there forever. So she's in her fifties. Yeah. Um uh and uh Amy uh Coney Barrett. Sorry about that. That was the other uh one that's up. Uh so it's between this woman and Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're gonna pick the brown one. I mean, it's just it's it's gonna happen. I mean mm-hmm. and uh she was appointed by Trump when uh in, in Florida. So like uh yeah, I mean I it's a it's a pretty I, I have a good feeling about this one. Um Yeah. And indifferent to her being I mean it's you know who cares uh but uh it was crazy i mean it was crazy to watch uh the left sort of squirm when he said he's gonna pick a woman for sure and them kind of be like they just don't know what to do when the right does id poll shit they have no idea what to do and they have like no and they also can't like say things are good you know like when he Mm -hmm. pardoned uh um alice marie johnson yeah that was that's her name yes okay alice marie johnson that that was objectively a good thing to do Mm -hmm. but silence absolutely yeah and so uh, you know, and uh, also there was a clip floating around of Trump reacting in real time to hearing the news. Uh, oh my God! It seemed real, didn't it? It did. He's yeah. like, really? I haven't heard this. It's uh, very sad. She's very, very sad. amazing woman. Uh, frankly, <laughs> I think. Uh, so yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, but knowing knowing the world, they're going to try and block this for the next forty five days until the election, yeah, and then yeah, of course, the, the, it'll be a fierce fight. And I think that like the Republicans know this, and so I think what they're going to do is fucking just wall them out with ID poll shit, so it'll just make them look fucking gross to Latinos for blocking it. Yeah, which is a great strategy Absolutely. if they choose to not be retarded, which they have been playing retarded a yeah. lot. So either way, Trump wins. Yeah, you know either way. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, do you uh, want to get in the fucking most ghoulish story I do. I've ever seen? Let's do it. It's spooky season. Let's talk about ghoul. So, there is an app. Uh, I hope you put this in the note, but I didn't know what it was. Uh, called Civil that will hire gig workers to evict you. <gasps> <laughs> so, here we go. A new startup is recruiting gig workers to help landlords evict people from their homes, calling it the fastest growing money-making gig because of COVID-19. What the fuck? Millions of Americans have fallen behind on rent amid economic turmoil caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, and many could face evictions. One startup is treating the dire situation as a money-making opportunity for gig workers. The company, Civil, is recruiting freelancers to sign up as eviction crews for landlords calling it the fastest growing money-making gig due to COVID-19. Civil has posted job listings across the U.S. aiming to recruit an army of gig workers to help facilitate evictions as first reported by Vice's motherboard, which describes the startup as Uber, but for evicting people. Civil's site is adorned with photos of homes being cleaned out by movers and messages advertising a quick and easy money-making opportunity for workers in the precarious gig economy. Isn't this crazy? I mean, it's, it's so crazy. Like... Let's, let's fucking kill landlords. Let's, right? Uh, like let's okay. <laughs> let's take the holy shit. The job in which millennials have been forced to work, which is the most like the gig economy is the most atrocious thing to work in. Like yeah, like no benefits. Like if you're driving for Uber, you're not even making minimum wage if you really do the math on on the wear and tear on your car. So let's put them in another gig economy job where they have to work this job so this doesn't happen to them. Yeah. It's great. Like, this is so cravenly Pit your ghoulish. tenants against each other Dude. by making them either be the person who comes to evict you or being the person who gets evicted. Right. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. It's the Hunger Games out here. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, just this... Uh, Reward your boot-licking tenants yeah. by having them kick out other tenants. Yes. The CDC has ordered a moratorium on evictions amid COVID-19, which make it illegal for landlords to force out tenants who can't afford rent during the pandemic. But many landlords are still pursuing evictions. They found a way around it. Of so course they did. Yeah, so... Um, fucking course they did. It's not clear how civil ensures that evictions coordinated through the app are legal, but its terms of service shifts the legal liability to landlords who use the app. Yeah. Civil appears to be a relatively new company, and its social media pages were all created in May. It's owned by On Call, a catch-all platform for hiring gig workers. Cool. In an emailed statement to Business Insider, Civil said the, excuse me, the motherboard article is completely wrong and without merit, but did not specify the inaccuracy. Yeah, I mean, like, right. there's, what, what could you argue that you're not, you're, you're literally the, there to do the most ghoulish thing in this country? Like, that's, and like, totally. look, dude, uh, in, in the new year, so many fucking people are going to lose their house. I mean, like, it is going yeah. to be catastrophic. Uh and I think that like a lot of a lot of people that are arguing about dumb shit right now, like, are not focused on the economic repercussions of what's what's mm -hmm. coming. Um, and like that's kind of what the unemployment thing is to me too. And also 
keeping you know rent and, uh, and mortgage uh, moratoriums in place is it's artificially floating this ship, you know. And so we're gonna have to figure out a way to keep that going if we don't want even rich people to fucking feel this. I mean, it's gonna get dark if we don't keep doing this. And so, but if, if there's a fucking ghoulish will, there is a way. And uh, civil has now figured this out. Jesus, dude. Yeah. So anyway, you get it. That is fucking awful. Um, yeah, so uh, John says, God damn you too. Uh, I'm so glad our viewers don't overlap. Yeah, and uh, I actually think that like having us on your show at this point might like uh, be a liability. Because <laughs> we basically dedicated a whole ways. episode to just flaming that one person. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jacob says 8,000 stores have closed permanently, and they are expecting 25,000 by January 1st. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually I actually read that more more businesses has have closed permanently than temporarily now. Yes, yeah, at this it's point. like at sixty eight percent something yeah. like that. Um, do anything else in the note? Uh, let me check. I will do a, a quick because if not, read. I do have something else I do want to bring up. Uh, let's see. We talked about coal. We talked about toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's nothing else in the note. So uh, TikTok might be bought by Walmart and Oracle. Do you know about this? I did not know about this. Yeah. Uh, I talked to my dad about it because he's buying Walmart stock, which is very interesting. So, like, what – and it actually makes a lot of sense uh, from him from an investment standpoint because Amazon stock is, like, ridiculously overpriced and they don't pay a dividend, meaning they don't pay out for you owning it. Yeah. Um, But Walmart does, and Oracle is a software company. Like, I mean, massive, but they've kind of waned in popularity, I think largely, or like usefulness rather, because Amazon cloud services have kind of dominated the market that uh, Oracle used to dominate themselves. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting about this is Walmart, I think for branding and advertisement, will buy TikTok with Oracle, who's a software company, because Walmart is now realizing that they need to be an e-commerce company. Yeah. And TikTok... Walmart has their own, like, two-day delivery, I think, right? They do. But the, th- the thing is, is, like, um, what I think is going to happen with Walmart is... So, you know how, like, Amazon is buying up, like, empty malls to, like, make fulfillment uh-huh. centers? I think that Walmart is going to use their empty stores to become fulfillment centers. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. which may be Sam's Club too, which they also own. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's probably what's going to end up happening. And they're using a company like Oracle, who's a software company, to uh, revitalize their, their UI and uh, make this actually happen. How TikTok plays a role in this, I have no fucking idea. But it's it's kind of like fascinating to me of like, yeah. okay, is this going to be just used as a advertisement platform for Walmart's new relaunch of their e-commerce campaign? Or like... What the fuck's going on? I would love to talk to your, your friend about it. Uh, Haley. I bet she's yeah. fucking sweating, uh, uh, not knowing what the fuck's going on. You know, she just moved to London to, like, mm-hmm. manage a TikTok house, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I, <laughs> for some reason, TikTok and Walmart, they seem to be, like, the perfect pair. Yeah. TikTok is America's app. It is like middle America. It's like every part of the world, of of this world, I guess. All over the world people use it. But like what I think of when I think of TikTok is like the accessibility it has uh, or that it grants as well as the like the ease of being able to post and become popular without really doing anything. Right. And And so like people who like would otherwise never be seen by the rest of the world are now 
completely exposed unintentionally like they'll make like goofy videos or like uh like stupid video like stupid people will be on the app yeah and they'll get like a ton of traction on one uh on one tiktok that they make and they get thousands of followers and they suddenly think they're famous it's like they're it's such a strange avenue because like so many people have access to this app and so many people feel like they're stars on this app and also, I don't know how I'm where I'm going with this. I mean, also it's interesting because the like you know uh, if you were to use like Twitter as a comparison, the community is like pretty wholesome. Yeah. Like even if like it's some fucking no toothed middle America like even doing the like dumbest shit, it, it's I never see like any negativity, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. That's the thing. That is. That's America. Yes. Walmart is America. Absolutely. It's yeah. like these are all very american things but they're the type of american that's like kind of ignored yes and tiktok lets them not be ignored anymore that's a really good take yeah so like people like of course there's like the fucking uh website that's like people who shop people at walmart or whatever it's called people of walmart people of walmart where you can where you like take secret photos of people dressed funny at walmart it's like that's the only exposure to people who live in like coastal cities have of what like middle America kind of just looks like. That's just kind of what it is. Which is like I think that like people in coastal cities that are like you know upper middle class and and identify as liberal and love Hillary or whatever like they purposefully ignore these people, <laughs> and it's such a miscalculated error. And, and yeah. it, it makes you like really not see the middle of the country as people, which is such yeah. a mistake. Um, and like even though they're fucking ridiculous that most people are nice you know so mm-hmm. like in their own way you know so it's going to be really interesting uh mm-hmm. john says there's a big nazi presence on tiktok <laughs> that's hilarious please send me those <laughs> i'd yeah. love to see that shit they are they are kind of concerning but also like Wait, you've I think seen it i've, I've seen them yeah, yeah what is what is it just like they're like doing like they're doing something to like Hitler's speech. Or I've something? seen like Nazi BDSM posts. Yeah, well that makes sense. Like, which is like they'll have like fucking the uh, like an iron cross and like a swastika somewhere else on their body. Okay. And they'll ha- they'll have like a belt and they'll be like with the the <laughs> they like snap it and they're lip syncing to this stupid like oh you're gonna fucking come or whatever okay. some some stupid shit. Well, okay, okay, so. But I, it's always like Nazi tattoos. Nazi, Nazi gay porn. Well, tattoos—that's a different step. But like Nazi gay porn is some of the hottest shit that's ever existed. <laughs> so, I—I I, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, could you explain what that means? What is Nazi gay porn? Uh, like, um, they're they're dressed in like the um, like you know, skinhead. Like, this mostly comes out of like uh, Germany or like England, but they're dressed in like sort of the uh, the uniform, which is like sort of. Um, like Ben Sherman shirt, suspenders, okay. those kind of like acid wash jeans and like Doc Martens, right, yeah, and yeah. their heads are shaved. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Uh, and it's because it's a it's a group that like would hate this, and then and, they're but being they're submissive. doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's good. Uh, Bo Sin used to be a. It was like a Nazi. He has like a seriously. Fucking, I, yeah, I think he went to like prison and got like a chest tattoo of, of a swastika. Wild. And then he covered it up. That's why he has that Big huge black, black yeah. tattoo that covers his whole chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you can still see, because I think it's like a stick and poke and it's scarred. Yep. So you can still see, like, the bumps of, of the, of the Wild. I know, but I love him. His porn's great. I know. I mean, he I tried think to erase that part of him. Porn so. is the great equalizer, I think. Yeah. Uh, I which is the message of this show, I think. <laughs> porn, the great equalizer. Uh, actual fucking Nazis, bro. I don't know how else to say it. Well, I mean, yeah, I would assume they actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I was, I was trying to be, have some levity with the porn thing. Uh, well, it's lots of black leather and bootlicking. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm out of shit. <laughs> I'm out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, it'll be uh, seven days from now. And just remember, seven days a week. In case you've forgotten, have what? you ever been walking down the street with your best bro, and while you're walking, you accidentally touch hands? You think to yourself, "That was weird," but I'm not gay. You are. You, you are, are gay. gay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you are. Yeah. Happy Bi Visibility Day, everybody. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Go right. fuck a dude. Yeah, go fuck a dude and just admit you're gay. Goodbye. Bye. This is all wrong. Come on, man! Basket, basket, basket.